Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of K-Fabe Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, and today I am joined once again by the rest of my holy trinity, Mr. Wex breaking the Lawson, Mr. Jesse Baker. Boys, how we living today? Dude, impact tapings, all kinds of good shit. Book the Good Brothers. Been texting with Gallagher. That's real life. I don't know why. Crazy shit. Living well. Love it. Love it. Wex, how you feeling, bro? Oh, dude. I'm feeling good, just like Jesse. You know, those impact tapings last night were sick. I'm sipping on an old Stone Cold Broken Skull IPA. Things, so could better. Things could not be better in wrestling right now, baby. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I'm super pumped. We did attend the batch of impact tapings last night, and we had a blast for sure. Um, be on the lookout there. If you hear something about Argyle not losing, that was probably your boy, Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer. <laughs> you hear that on your television screen. But let's get into our actual show today. Speaking of impacts, we are covering Slammiversary 2021 going up against Money in the Bank 2021. Man, I am uh, I'm hyped for this show. Two current shows. Um, Wex, how you feeling about this comparison we got going on here, brother? It was a sick one, you know. I uh, watched Money in the Bank live. I caught Slammiversary a little later and then, of course, caught some of the fallout last night. And I'm liking what Impact is doing. WWE has fans again. making It makes matches that aren't really that good seem more hype just because the fans are loving it and they're just cheering for everything. And it's, it's good for wrestling right now. I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah. Fans being back. Jesse, how do you feel about, you know, this little overall comparison, Money in the Bank, Impact? It's always good to have two currents, you know, I mean, it, it, like there's a lot going on this weekend and luckily we are fortunate enough to be in Nashville, Tennessee, the music city, and we get very exposed to impact stuff, uh, which now is including New Japan, AEW, NWA, all these other things and, uh, you know, good shit. I feel great about it. Love it. I love it. I love it. Let's jump into, since Impact is the topic of uh, conversation, let's just start things off here with Impact Slammiversary. We're going to run down the whole card and then kind of elaborate a little bit more on our match of the night. Uh, but I will say the the opening package here for Sammy Callahan was really well done. Um, I, I liked it quite a bit. Um, yeah, and then the match itself here is Trey Miguel versus Ace Austin versus Petey Williams versus Rohit Raju versus Chris Bay versus Josh Alexander. Ultimate X, X Division Championship match. Good Lord, that was a lot to get out. Uh, Jesse, what do you think about this Ultimate X match, man? Ultimate X is the calling card and like complete trade, in my opinion, of TNA Impact Wrestling the entire thing. I mean, like that structure, that idea, the X division in and of itself, there are a lot of old school Southern wrestling staples that argue. We don't know what it is. They never defined it. So on and so forth. But to me, like, I just think it was about a decade of being treated wrong, but when it gets treated right, it's cool. I do have to say on this one, there were some highly choreographed spots that, really took my heart and head out of the game. Um, I still feel like it's their brand. I feel like that's, you know, what they do. I still gave it five beers. Wow. Okay. But I really hated their, like, 
orchestrated Tower of Doom algebraic. Oh, I loved that. I thought that was so cool. I liked it. It was cool. I hated it. I thought it was stupid. But, I mean, I still gave it five beers, so obviously I like the match overall. I I, I mean, I think it was a good use of the talent, and I think that it highlights the X Division. I think that it differentiates it from other things. I just really – something about that is one of those things where if you're watching that with anybody that doesn't know anything about wrestling, they're immediately going to say, Yeah, 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 that's fair. Wex, what did you think about this uh, Ultimate X match, man? I mean, I, I thought it was pretty fun. I, I liked some of those spots. I thought it was entertaining. Kind of, you know, just like Jesse said, that's the classic uh, TNA shit. But I enjoyed it. I, I gave it four beers. I was highly entertained. Yeah, I was right there with you. I'm four Especially beers on this one. Especially that hanging. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That hanging ankle lock. I thought that was sick. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was great. I actually, Yeah, I loved the six-way submission spot. I thought I thought it was a nice little, little well, cool I, thing. I talked shit on it and gave it. One more beer than you guys. So. <laughs> no. That's totally true. That's totally fair. That's totally fair. I yeah, wanted it beer. to be a full six pack. You know what I mean? Yeah, we always, we yeah, we always do, of course. Six pack um, challenge. The yeah. After after the after the match here, we got Striker and D'Lo kind of running down the card, and then Callus delivered a great promo as always. Um, and then we got a package for Myers and Cardona. Um, and the match here is Brian Myers and Tennille Dashwood versus Matt Cardona and surprise, surprise, Chelsea Green. Uh, nice little feel good moment here. Got some decent little comedy spots in. thought the work was good. I enjoyed it. Definitely not a show stealer, but solid for what it was. Three beers right there dead in the middle for me. Um, Wex, where you at on this uh, mixed tag team match, man? I guess I'm gonna have to agree with my dad here because, uh, last night, Old Daniel oh, yeah. uh, poses my dad to give me a free T-shirt. It worked, uh, though, didn't it? Did you, <laughs> you left that show, son. You left that show with a brand-new T-shirt, did you not? Nice uh, shout-out, Rohit Roju. Yeah. Got a nice shirt. That's not even his name. That's not how you say it. And also, David Pinzer denied your ass several times. That's true. Because I didn't want to do it. And he, he was like, come on, son, you got to do it. And I was like, all right, dad. <laughs> it's Rohit Raju. Rohit Raju. Okay. You have the goddamn shirt, it, like the vowels. The hey, vowels. You know, hey, you know how I say Tony Schiavone, so it's all right. But uh, yeah, three beers in here with my dad. Uh, yeah, and I thought that was great. The brilliant spot with the low blow in the cup. Yeah, that yeah, that was good. Well done, well done. Very Gaga, but I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Jesse, what do you think about this uh, mixed tag team match? I mean, it. I, it, I you know. It did what it was meant to do. Uh, my biggest pop was the Destroyer, which is funny because I think that's the most overused move outside of the cutter. But yeah. it was a great pop. It made sense. I'm not sure how much of a surprise Chelsea Green was at that point in time because we have already seen that they cut her non-compete to go to ROH. So I'm not sure. I kind of think that was the bet. But I don't know. It was fun. It wasn't that long. I give it two and a half. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. We'll keep it rolling here. We got a package for Morrissey and Edwards. Uh, so match number three here is Anabolic Morrissey versus Eddie Edwards. Uh, uh, man, it's almost sad to say that like, look, Eddie Edwards is super over in the Impact Zone and all that, but that dude, you could just see that he has taken an ass beating over the years. I mean, match wasn't bad, wasn't great. It's pretty much just a straight up brawl, classic wrestling finish. Um, 
it's the worst match on the card so far, but it's still got like two beers. It wasn't drizzled. It wasn't the worst, uh, but it wasn't really good either. Two solid beers for me. Uh, Jesse, what do you think about Morrissey versus Eddie Edwards here? I'm so glad that we have the capability to disagree on this here program because it was a dudski all the fucking way for me. I thought this was bullshit and it makes no sense. If you're going to bring in Captain Gas Station Morrissey, like put him in the fucking main event program. I don't know what they're doing with Edwards. They're he's over in live crowds, but it's only because they sell his merch. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a this is a big old donut on my end. Wex, where are you at on Morrissey versus Eddie Edwards here? I didn't really like this match, but I rated it higher than both of you. I gave it two and a half beers. Jesus Christ, Wex! I was You're like, so it was generous just with your beer. Yeah, I guess I'm being very generous here with Captain Gas Station, just <laughs> like he said, which is fucking hilarious on that good juice, that 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 real brothered out juice. I'm sure he's got the hookup. The, the real good stuff. He got that Zavari shit. Yeah. yeah. Lots of guys on the Impact roster uh, that I saw last night kind of have that juicy looking stuff going on in their matches. But yeah. Hey, now. Two and a half beers. Uh, they It was a cool cool little, uh, those little count out spots that they, they kind of made, tried to make it a little epic, but had no stakes and it wasn't, you know, so whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the best, it wasn't the worst, but moving on here, we got a decent little moose promo uh and then a cryptic promo for what appears to be the Drama Kings uh debut. And I don't think it's a spoiler. I think obviously it's, you know, we know that it's Aiden English. We can say that now. We went to the tapings. And honestly, I will say this, what's great about Impact is that like they don't give away too much because they shoot everything out of order. So like when you're there, you really don't know what's going on. So yeah. it's like, I don't even know if we could have spoilers other than like, you know, obviously Aiden English is the guy here. But I mean, I feel like they're not really trying too hard to pretend who it is. So it was what it I, was. I had on air talent text me to say, hey, when are these shows going to go on? I'm like, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah I, don't, I, yeah. I don't know how this works. Yeah. It's crazy, man. But uh, anyway, here we got uh, Fulton and Shira, or as I like to call them, who won and who two. Uh, came down and Demore cuts them off and introduces Finn Juice. Uh, it's a glorified squash match for Finn Juice over Fulton and Shira. I gave it a beer because I like those guys. Uh, can't give it much more than that. Wex, where are you at on Fulton and Shira versus Finn Juice here? Same thing. I said squash match, but fun to see Finn Juice, so I gave it two beers. Two beers. You're so generous. Way too generous. Way too I was, generous. I was happy to see Finn Juice. That's fair. Jesse, where are you at on this uh, tag team match, man? Or whatever you want to call it. I mean, you're the one that said Argyle never dies, but I I, I gave it a one because I don't yeah. see where it's going. I mean, like we're talking about Shira and fucking Fulton. Like, yeah. come on, y'all. Yeah, like, terrible. Yeah, I don't know. Goof. It was a squash. Terrible, terrible. Uh, speaking of something that was not terrible, though, was the next match on the card. It's Moose versus Chris Sabin. Uh, I don't really understand why Chris Saban looks like the waiter from a cheesecake factory these days. He just has the most bland clothing of all time. It's really, really strange. Uh, he is incredible, but my goodness. I mean, he has lost like all of his like flashiness. And it, it's just like, I mean, le legit. Like, I feel like this is the kind of dude that I could just like be on Call of Duty with at like 10 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? He doesn't seem like any 
And he, I don't know. It's really weird to see Chris Saban get, get even smaller and like even more bland. It just doesn't make sense to me. Now, that's not to rip on his work at all. Bell to Bell, it was fantastic. I think that Moose is an absolute gem. I think that Moose could really benefit from an, a New Japan run. Uh, I think he certainly has the athletic ability, and I feel like that's a really good place to kind of really hone his skills, uh, kind of give him a longer story build out there. Either way, the match was good, um, and the finish was really good. Kind of shocking, honestly, that they they put Saban over. Uh, but I thought it was a really great way to keep it going, and I thought up until this point it was match of the night. Uh, four solid beers from me. Um, Jesse, where are you at on Moose versus Chris Saban here? I gave it – you know that card game where – you match colors and you have to do passes, give like memory up. or whatever. I think it's called Uno. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's what I gave it. I don't know. I thought it Idiot. sucked. I thought it was terrible booking. And really? yeah, man. I like who the fuck cares about this feud? Like, there's no like Moose and Saban. I- Saban is has been made to be the most plain clothes dude. Yeah. They are completely taking away everything he's good at. And yeah. then Moose is just jobbing always now. Ever since he fucking did well and we all changed our minds about him, he's just a jobber. So no, this does nothing for nobody. To me, it was one star. And to be honest, it was only one star because I think both guys tried. But I really was not a fan of how it played out. Hmm. Okay. Wax, what did you think about Moose versus Saban here? I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Like you said, the bell to bell, the work was great. Lots of sick spots. And I was very surprised that Saban won, even though he does look bland these days. He's still Chris Saban. And I thought it was sick. I was just like, dude, they actually let him win this. Like, I definitely thought Moose was going to win, especially after that, like, like fall away slam moonsault. I don't know what to call it. It was like a bot, like yeah. a moonsault body it's almost, slam. Yeah, it's almost yeah, it was almost like a uh, like a Spanish like a, a Spanish fly, but like power slam. I don't know. It's yeah, it, whatever it was, it was fucking sick. And like, yeah. th- I thought it was a great match. Moose is like I said, but yeah, I went three point seven five. Almost went four. Yeah, I went I four it on great. it all the way. Um, keep it rolling here though. We got a decay promo on winning the knockouts tag team titles on the pre-show. Uh, pretty hokey, but that kind of fits their vibe, I guess. Um, then we got a package for the tag team title four-way, and that is the next match on the card here. It's Rich Swan and Willie Mack versus Fala Ba and No Way versus Good Brothers versus Violent by Design for the Impact Tag Team Championships. Uh, Wex, right back to you, man. What do you think about this four-way tag match? Dude, I thought it was really fun. I uh, had that nice debut from No Way, not Jose. But dude, yeah, solid match. Like, and the finish there, like I, all like the little distraction with there. You think the violent, but you think you're gonna get the gore, then you get the fucking magic killer. And honestly, when he didn't kick, when Rhino didn't kick out, I was just like, oh fuck! Like I didn't, like I thought the match was gonna at least keep going from there. Like yeah. I knew that they already, I, I was spoiled because I knew they already won, but I didn't think it was gonna end like that. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, I went, yeah. I went forsky on this one. I went a, a four pack of broken skulls. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't. I certainly did not go that high on it. I mean, it was honestly, it was just a little too short for me. I thought it was well maintained without it being too chaotic, though, especially with that many bodies in the ring. It's pretty hard to pull off, but they did that pretty well. They kept uh, they kept the structure of it done pretty well. And to be honest, you know, the Good Brothers getting the win and having the belts is what's best for business. I mean, for them, for sure. It makes sense for the rest of the for the rest of the night. And yeah. 
yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I, I, but that all being said, I only gave the match itself two and a half beers. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't the best to me. It was just, you know, a quick thing and a way to get the good brothers over. I'm not saying I didn't like it. It's just that if I'm a judge in the match overall, two and a half beers for me, Jesse, where are you at on this four way tag team championship match? Well, I think y'all know I'm two sweet times three. I went a full damn motherfucking six pack plus a bottle of talking shop, <laughs> some hoop blood, some high boot cocktails. I was all in. Obviously, we saw the Good Brothers take the win, win the championship belts. Yeah. I mean, you had a bunch of fantastic participants. It was mitigated well. And then we got what we all wanted to see. Fucking magic killer in the three. That's it. Watch out now, Jesse. Watch out now. Let's keep it rolling here. It's Deanna baby. <laughs> it's Deanna Perrazzo versus Thunder Rosa. Big surprise for the Knockouts Championship. I thought the action was fantastic. Both women are really, really good. Uh, probably the two of the best women wrestlers in the business, period. Great work rate, great tempo, great selling. Uh, I love that quick, almost like snap pile driver. Um, I think it's just a beautiful finish. And then kind of Mickey having the return to was, was good. I gave it 4.75, four and three quarter beers for me. I really, really enjoyed this one. Uh, Wex, where you at? Deanna Prazo versus Thunder Rosa here. I thought it was really solid. I didn't go as high as you. I went three and a half beers. I thought it was sick. And like you said, that pile driver ending, like it snap, like the snap. And also another one where fucking it just kind of ended. Like I was like, oh shit, she didn't kick, like kick out and mate. Deanna Perrazzo is looking real strong. Looking real strong right now. Looking real strong for sure. Where were you at? Beer count on it? 3.5. 3.5. Jesse, where you at? Deanna Perrazzo right. versus Thunder Rosa. Dude, I went a full sixer. Mostly full sixer. Of, wow. Okay. Mostly because of Rosa. I mean, like, it's... Yeah. I, Deanna Perrazzo's work is infallible. However, yeah. as we discussed... I don't know what the crack in the voice is. Like, I don't think her promos are bad, but it sounds like she's constantly asking herself what to do. And that's the yeah. only thing that makes any difference to me. But Thunder, dude, come yeah. on. Beastly. What a, what a great get. Like, and the gear and the presentation and the whole idea. I mean, that was amazing. So, yep, that was a full 60. So we're just killing it with six packs on this one for from Jesse. Jesse, the most stingy, stingy dude I know with his beer count is just handing them out freely today. But he's given two oh, duds. He's given two duds. Oh, that's true. Packs, so. that's, that's true. What 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 peaks in the valleys of Slam anniversary here, boys? And here we go. It's the main event here. I think. I mean, to me, this has to be your match of the night overall. Yeah, fuck um, yes. We did get the announcement for Homecoming on the thirty first. Um, and then Bound for Glory in Vegas. And the package for Kenny and Sammy here was really good. Um, yeah, so it's Sammy Callahan versus Kenny Omega for the Impact World Championship. Uh, I mean, it's a hardcore match, and everybody knows here that that really isn't my style, but Kenny is Kenny, and the work was just ridiculously good. Too good to uh, negate. Really crisp. Uh, Got to give Sammy the nod, too. I mean, he definitely did his role. I mean, I've, I'm never, I haven't always been a Sammy guy. I'm normally not a Sammy guy at all, but, I mean... He definitely kept up. He definitely kept the rhythm going. And it was I thought it was a hell of a match. I gave it five and a half beers. Not quite a sixer. Can't give I just can't give Sammy Callahan six beers. I just can't do it. I just don't know what it is inside me, but I can't give it five and a half. Uh, it's about the best I can do. Uh Jesse, where are you at? Sammy Callahan versus Kenny Omega. Three. 
I didn't love it. Didn't love it. Three no. beers. Yeah, I okay. thought it was a. I mean, middle of the road to me. I like. I did. How the fuck is this the main event of the pay per view that Impact has totally popping, like their main deal? Yeah. How's that the main? No, like, I, I don't think Sammy's the guy to put in that spot. But this is a fucking episode of Dynamite, dude. Like, yeah. this is not a pay per view main event, and. It's not that I dislike Sammy. Obviously, I don't dislike Omega, but like, what the fuck are we doing here? It was there was no draw. Like, it, it was. That was ugh. a death machine, though. Yeah, he calls himself a draw. He does. He calls himself a draw. I always got. I like Sammy. I like Sammy, but man, this is a three for me. I it, it was useless. I thought I didn't like it at all, but. I, I know that they put work in, and I know a lot of other people did too. Obviously, there are other reasons, the Jay White thing, so on and so forth. I mean, you can get your Gaga out of who walks out, but Jay White and Omega, is that going to be impact? Is that really how it's going to unfold? Or do you think it's going to be on TNT or TV? I don't. I, I, don't, I think it's going to be in New Japan. I don't think it's going to be on AW at all. I think it's yeah. going to be in New Japan. I but, agree. Uh, let's uh, yeah. So Wex, what do you think about this main event, man? I thoroughly enjoyed this main event. I'm not usually the biggest Sammy Callahan fan either, but I thought it was fucking great. I I usually love Kenny. I mean, I always nine times out of ten, I'm gonna love a Kenny Omega match. Like it's I love Kenny Omega. Plus, you add the death match with the the hardcore shit element to it, and like you said, it was that Kenny Omega work rate stuff along with. Your good old Sammy Callahan, gnarly, bloody bullshit. He pulled out the pizza cutter. He got Nick Gage on him, but he didn't put it in his mouth. But I enjoyed it. I went the exact same rating as you, five and a half beers, because just like you said, you can't give a six-pack to, like, this style of match. Yes, yeah. But it's, damn, it's it's up there. I I, I liked it, and I, I was surprised about how much I did like it. So I think that was my match of the night. That was uh, Wex's match of the night. What's your, what was your match of the night for Slammiversary then, Jesse? I mean, I uh, I gotta be honest. It was the tag. What? Get out of here! Get yeah, out man. of town. They were, they did good work. That's my, that's my well. That would that's tied with the ultimate X for my second match of the night. So I can see that. Y'all, they did crazy. good work. They okay. they, they did good work. They like for a multi man match. Like they knocked it out. Yeah. Kind of in my opinion. And, and I uh, enjoyed all that no way, not Jose shenanigans stuff. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was funny. Yeah. Bedtime Barry was out there too, right? I love. Now that was for the TV taping for the next day. So he'll be on TV sometime in the next few weeks. Uh, I want to see Fallabaugh face John Cena. Only so oh. one does this and one does this. Oh, I would love it. I would love it. I would love it. I would love it. Speaking of John Cena, let's hop on over here to Money in the Bank. Uh, we did get a pre-show on the pre-show. The Usos won the tag team titles for, I think, the eighth time. That's what um, happens when you get a DUI. You get a so, yep, you, your second DUI, you get the tag straps. That's the way it works. Uh, right, right. It didn't happen to me when I got a DUI. Third DUI, world title? Is that, no, is that like Intercontinental strap and the fourth one's the world title? I don't know. We'll find out. I'm sure we'll find out, unfortunately. Um, the uh, the next match on the card here, though, the actual first, well, the first match on the card is Alexa Bliss versus Liv Morgan versus Nikki A.S.H., uh, versus Natalia versus Tamina versus Zelina Vega versus Naomi versus Asuka. Yeah, way too many people. Way too many people in this match, yo. 
Uh, it's the woman's um, Money in the Bank ladder match. The crowd is stupid hype, but there's so much. I don't like. I was impressed by the level of Gaga they managed to put in a ladder match. Like I was impressed by the comedy and ridiculous like bliss hypnosis spots that they put in a ladder match. Um, I mean, the Nikki dive was sus at best too. Uh, um, that don't even that's that's giving it too much credit by calling it a dive. Don't don't even call it a dive. The the flop, the belly flop. I, I guess we should call it. But that was a, anyway, that was a fall. The finish was super anticlimactic. <laughs> I was I was it was not it was not there for me. I gave it a beer, one beer. Uh, Wex, you since you have so much to say, what did you think about this uh, this money in the bank, this women's money in the bank? Trash, one beer, awful. You brought up all the shitty highlights. That tug of war with Liv Morgan and oh. I forgot who the fuck it was. Just that fall, that not a dive, not a that she should be named Nikki, not a dive, not not a superhero, almost a superhero, fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Jesse, what do you think about the women's money in the bank here? Well, I'll tell you what is a dive is the bar I'm recording this podcast from right now, <laughs> yeah. and the Springwater Supper Club and Lounge. The oldest dive bar in the state, the oldest bar in general in the state of Tennessee. I hated this fucking match. Uh, zero for me. And here's why. I know they tried. I know they did a bunch of stuff. I don't ever love, I don't like the money in the bank concept in terms of the show at all. Like, I think it needs to be a match on Mania and not a gimmick card. Doing a women's and a men's, it completely goes away. And, like, there's no valid, bleh, I don't know. I don't like it. The Nikki stuff, she's a very talented performer. Yeah. However, this superhero gimmick also could make sense. But the way they've done it, it doesn't at all. And, like, I don't know. It, it, she's no hurricane, I tell you that. Well, she could be though. We'll see. we'll see. Time will tell on that. Honestly, she Time very easily could be, but the the name and the branding and stuff it doesn't add up. Like yeah. it's it's it would well, have I mean, to. She did go over that. though. I mean, she did go over. So there is that. Like, I guess yeah. Ash is better than shit though. Um, I mean, yeah. Here's why she went over because Vince McMahon thinks Mighty Mouse is his ticket to fucking win. Yeah, I think he'd, he's, always, he's always thought about the merchandising and, and like money value in that. Um, We've known that for a long time. So I tried to do metal the way it did, and yeah. it didn't work out there. It's not going to work out with Nikki. I know that Hurricane played a part in her branding, but it needed to be done. At least enough. Nikki Ash, like, what? Yeah, and no, they don't. And the thing is, they don't even call her Nikki Ash. They literally go Nikki, almost a superhero. Nikki, all, they they don't even say Ash, or they say A S H. It'd be yeah, better man. if they just said Ash, but they don't. And in my bad. head, I'm sorry, but I grew up in the AOL Instant Messenger era, where A S H is dangerously close to A S L. Ooh, can't say no more. Yeah. Okay. And that's always what I think about, and I'm like, yeah, it's stupid. Either that, or it's Alexa Bliss, or slink black shit out of her mouth. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was not good. Uh, speaking of not good, though, uh, the next match on the card here is the War Raiders versus AJ Styles and Omos. Um, 
Yeah, see, to me, they should have switched this. This should have been on the pre-show, and the Usos should have yeah. been here. Like, that would have made way more sense, in my opinion. Uh, lots of clunk. Almost <laughs> is just t- too green. He is, like, giant Gonzalez green. Um, I mean, even AJ was off in this match. He, even AJ had some stutters in the match, and it just... It wasn't their night, man. Just not a good match. Um, big old dud ski from me on this one. Big old zero goose egg. Not into it at all. Uh, Jesse, where you at? War Raiders versus AJ and Omos here. I gotta say, I like. I felt like it would would have been good. I gave it two, and the only reason that I did is that I don't think Omos is Giant Gonzalez. I like. I think honestly, he has the ability. To ascend past that, but they were very selectively using him, and yeah. it's fucking smart. Like the way they're doing it, I think it makes sense, and they could legitimately turn him into an attraction the same way that they've done with several other people, and it would work out. The only downside to me was it's a short shelf life in terms of the tag. Yeah. Like, you got to do that with him as a solo over time. He's got to be in yeah. like, no, I agree. Trying, yeah. They're, they're trying to use him as the Kevin Nash to AJ's Sean, but AJ can't be Sean because he's already been in the business for 30 fucking years. So yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> I agree. Yeah. That, I, I mean, I only gave it a two. That's what it was. I love the fact that the War Raiders are back in, or the Viking, or the War Machine, or the fucking, you know, the, yeah. the dudes who are married to other people that used to work there or do work, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's cool that they're there, but they're clearly jobbers. No, they're getting pushed, dude, straight up. They, they got a big push on Monday Night Raw, too. They're Like, they're on a roll. They're getting a push, for sure. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of here for my it. Words. Watch my words. That does not exist for long. Oh, well, I mean, yes. that's because oh. the tag division in WWE sucks, but and yeah. And there's a thing in WWE called the three-week push. Yeah. Yeah. They, you get, you get like, a three-week push, and then they go, nope. Yep. Mm, but, uh... That's it. Since, I uh, promise you it's going to be done. I'll go ahead and jump in there uh, and give you my rating on this one. I gave it one beer just for that... Um, one beer only just for that spot where almost threw AJ out over the rope into the Hurricane That Rock. was cool. Cool and thing. I was like, oh, shit, that was sick. And then the rest of the match, I was like, oh, 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 okay. And I think almost is just straight garbage. You can tell I, he he has, like, the worst personality. He's, like, he, he's trying to be intimidating, but I can't take him serious. It's just – I, I, okay, I got to – we got to cut bait there. I disagree. I think he has – I think he has the ability to be real good. And I think that they've been holding him back. I think that everything that I've seen from almost so far, they selectively use him and he just needs to be a giant. He doesn't necessarily even need a heater, but right now they're just using AJ as the heater. Like I, I, I think that I think he has the ability to be, a larger part of the scenario. Well, um, speaking of larger parts of bad scenarios, uh, the next thing we see is Drew McIntyre with a very awful, awful promo, very scripted. Um, and then we get Lashley and Kingston package here. And let's just go ahead and talk about it. It's Kofi Kingston versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE championship. 
it's a squash match, and Kofi deserves so, so, so much better than this. Uh, this should have been Cedric or Benjamin. It would have been easier to get them um, under his skin. They could have built a short program with a guy like Shelton Benjamin or Cedric for getting fired from the Hurt Business or whatever. Um, uh, and then, you know, another thing that bothers me about this entire thing is, like, E is here. You know what I mean? Like, Big E is here, and there's no New Day. There's no Xavier. Like, there's just no reason for this to be Kofi. It's just no reason for it to be Kofi. It feels super disrespectful and stupid. It's it's. I gave it negative two beers. It was really bad booking. Like, I get that you want to look actually look like a monster, but that's like you lit there. It could have been anybody else in that position. There was no reason to bury Kofi. I hated it. Uh, negative two beers from me. Um, Wex, where you at? Kofi Kingston versus Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I'm I'm not negative two beers. I just went one beer on this one just because they tried and like I thought like Kofi was gonna like, you know, maybe get like a little get like a comeback, get some offense and like make us think he's gonna win, but it just never happened. He just kept getting his ass whooped. Kept getting his ass whooped, but they tried, but it still didn't work. I gave it a beer. Yeah, the booking is just shit. Jesse, where you at on it? I gave it a Dudski myself and the reason why is i cannot imagine in my mind why wwe would ever put kofi in front of a live crowd at their first pay-per-view with crowds back unless they put him over yeah and it like he is he is personally crowd wise charisma wise powerhouse uh, yeah and the that to me, that's why it should have been Kofi. And honestly, I would have fucking loved to see Kofi go over. Yeah, like, that like, at least give me a match though. I don't even care that Lashley wins. Like yeah, that's me, fine. Same here. Yeah, but, like, and, and you could even do dominant win. Like just give me. Like, you could even give me like the last sixty seconds of the match. Him do like yeah. eight or nine big moves. But give him, give Kofi some offense. Exactly. Jesus. That's what you like, need. Like dumbest shit ever. Semi squash is like that. time. Yes. Waste of time. Absolutely. It's a waste just- of time, a waste of talent. And also it, it's very, I got to say this and it's going to sound terrible. But this is Vince. This is very like still old ass. I got a lot of money. White guy running this shit. And when he hears the crowd want to be around for certain people, he can only give it one way. And so, like, you know, we'll, we know the we know the bank, he couldn't have done it twice. Yeah. And it, that's only because, yeah, I don't think he could fucking do that to himself. But he is still very fucking much in charge of that shit. And, like, it seems silly to me. I don't know why you even put Kofi in the match. If, you're, if, if that's what you're going to do, it makes no sense. But, hey, you know. Seems silly. Seems dumb. Uh, but then the next match on the card here is my match of the night, pretty much by a mile. It's uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Wow. I, I did think it was. I, th- I thought. I thought it was wild that like Ripley was out first. Like that was strange to me, considering like <laughs> she's the champ and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, dude. 
I, I'm going to say this. Like, I think Charlotte's the best women's wrestler I've ever seen. Bell to Bell, I think she's the best one ever. I think her selling is ridiculous. I think her facials are amazing. I think she knows how to actually act in the ring. Like, I think she's incredible. What? Absolutely incredible. I have no problem saying that. Um, I thought I think she's damn good. I think that, like, I, I did love the call out for, like, the feet on the rope pin, too. Some of the ridiculous fall, false finishes were, I mean, awesome. Um, yeah, definitely matches the night for me. I thought it was really good. I gave it five and three quarter beers. God, That's where I'm at. It. Where are you at on uh, Ray Ripley versus Charlotte Flair? Wex. I, I enjoyed this. I thought it was pretty good. At first, I was like not as hyped on it and just kind of got it just kind of picked up as it went on. It was one of those matches that had that build, that kind of slow yeah. momentum. Once it got going, it was pretty sick. And yeah, I did like that spot with the ref and he just went, he didn't like get me. He just went, hey, nah. <laughs> but Charlotte just looks sick for some reason. She just looks extra skinny and just yeah. looks sickly out there. But uh, she looks she's pretty good, pretty nice. Uh, yeah, solid she, does, she needs to lay off the Botox for sure. She absolutely needs to lay off that lip filler. That's that's an issue. But but yeah, I went four beers. I th- I enjoyed it. It was uh, definitely probably tied for my match of the night. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's a if you if you if you deliver Botox though, she is like the customer of your dreams. Jesse, what do you think about Ray Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, man? Hated it. Hated okay. it. It's a one for me. Here's what I don't understand. Okay. Rhea Ripley, how do you not continuously put that one over? That's what I don't get. Like, her losing to Charlotte in the first fucking live crowd back? Yeah. Like, come on, man. You have a, a you have a fucking seventeen year star in Rhea Ripley. Well, she, I mean, she she won the title back the next night. I don't watch it. <laughs> I, yeah, no, in the bank, no, I, I know, but I'm saying like if, if we're talking booking wise, like I mean that is what happened. So like it's like okay, no, we were at Impact the next night. I don't fucking remember. Like you know, like I didn't watch it. Like. But it's it. But on the pay per view, like how many people do we think honestly really watch WWE often enough to even know that shit? No, totally. I'm talking about it on a goddamn podcast right now. Like, it's. I'm saying, why why switch it at all? Like, fucking keep it on Rhea. Yeah. For fuck's sake! Like I like sell Rhea Ripley to the fucking moon. No, I agree. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I love Ripley, too. I think that she's got, I mean, she, I think you're dead on. I think you, you're completely right. Like, that's a, at least 10 to 15-year star right there. Like, I 100% agree with that. Um, <coughs> but there's no denying that, like, Charlotte Flair has been on top of the of the women's wrestling world for the past five or six years. So when trading the title, good. trading the title, yeah, I agree. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair dig, and that's that's totally true. But, like, like, I mean... I thought she chose. I think that I think that this feud with Rhea Ripley, she's very invested. I mean, I I, I feel it. I thought it was I thought it was a great match, but that's fair. That's it's fair. not that I don't. I, look, I I thought the match was good. I thought the booking was shit. Okay. Like, okay, that makes sense. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. That's, I mean, we're we're talking about and we'll touch on it, but now Charlotte and very intelligently has become the Cena. Oh yeah, oh for yeah. sure, straight up. She is definitely the. Pick it up, she... you know. 
we'll keep it rolling here, though. We did get an Applebee's commercial, which I actually thought was ridiculously awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, the Riddle promo was funny of it, what I could actually watch because Peacock kind of had a seizure yeah. until uh, Rollins' entrance. And I thought it was me. I thought it was my TV. I changed Everybody TVs. I changed my I – went, I went to my laptop, and it was working on my laptop, which is weird. So, uh, But I did see on Twitter a lot of people were complaining about it. Either way, we did, we did, they did figure it out like during the entrances. So it was pretty much by the time the match happened, we were all good. Uh, and this one was good. I actually really enjoyed this match. I love like the drip connection between Morrison and Rollins. I actually think that that could be a pretty formidable tag team. Like I thought, I think that they'd be pretty good paired up together. Um, yeah, man. And honestly, I would love the feud that that would like end in between Morrison and Rollins. I think that would be killer. Of course, I'm a huge Rollins mark, so that you know, naturally, I'm always thinking of things that I would love Seth Rollins to do. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't have a lot of notes on the match because it was uh, it was bitching. The whole match was really good. Big E winning made sense for sure, especially since uh, he really didn't get much of the shine in the match itself. Uh, but everybody else did. I thought it was really, really well put together. It didn't feel clunky. Uh, solid 4.75 beers for me, four and three quarters. Uh, Jesse, back to you. What do you think about this Money in the Bank? I went four, and the reason why, obviously, any wrestling fan can understand that WWE has conducted deals that are, like, not conducive for the networks that originally had those deals. And so they're begging for shit right now. And they're like, hey, we got to change stuff. Like, this isn't working for us. So... I watch Money in the Bank, and I see who we put it, you know, I mean, Ricochet pull off very much like clip shit, you know, yeah. Like yeah, stuff yeah. that's always going to be in the open yeah, 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 for yeah. every show. Uh, John Morrison, also, same thing. Um, obviously, I love that they gave it to E. I was very nervous that they were going to give it to Drew, because god damn how boring would that be and they gave it to eve and i'm like hey this is the same kind of surprise that we all got with like punk and it's what you want it's what you want Data Brian and like you know like shit where we were like this isn't what's gonna happen but fuck yeah fuck yeah fuck yeah like, this is what we want to happen so yeah. i'm not i'm not upset about it however i will say those talents should be better utilized than only being here for this show and this match and this gimmick. But I still gave it five. Yeah. It's a, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a great match. It's a great match for sure. Wex, what do you think about this money in the bank, dude? I thought it was really fun. You know, chaotic fun. I like biggie winning. I like his little big ending drop. Cause at yeah. first I thought he was going to just go all the way down with him. Yeah. That'd have been gnarly, but nah, he's like, I gotta win the fucking, gotta win the briefcase, dude. I can't, yeah. can't just fucking go down on the ground, but yeah, ricocheted some sick shit. You know, I agree with stuff Jesse said. They should be used in other spots, but dude, fantastic match. Like I said, it was tied. Well, never mind. Uh, I guess I just uh, didn't see how I wrote the rating down, but it was four point two five beers. So this four is actually is my match of the okay. night. Match of the night. It is. It is your match of the night. Wow. Okay. Match of the night. Wow. All right. Well, I was gonna put match of the night as the main event here. The next one, I thought it was actually really good, but it's a uh, before we get to the main event, we actually got a really good Rollins promo in the back, of course, that he's next in line, and that will play into the main event as we get into it. 
It's Edge versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Championship. Uh, man, it took a long time to get the match going. I will say that it was a slow start for sure. It did drag in the, in the open, and that hurt the rating mm-hmm. overall. But once it got going, it was great. The crowd stayed hot for it. Uh, the Rollins interfering was good for all three parties, I think. It made everybody still have a viable spot, and it also put Rollins back into the, the title picture, which is definitely a good idea. Um, it was a solid match. Um, yeah, man, I mean, the Cena return gave it a full beer, too. I mean, I didn't expect it to be at Money in the Banks. The surprise was good. Um, see, I, get, I do have to say this one thing, though, man. Cena is starting to look old. Like, I'm starting to see Cena a little old. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Starting? Not, yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, it's it's like he looks, like, his face looks old now. Like, or older. Yeah. You know he what I mean? Like, when he adopted a Jackie Chan move when he went to Saudi Arabia, you didn't think that he was already there a little? I mean, yeah. I mean, he was Come definitely on, already, already there a little. <laughs> okay, so, so, okay. But I'm saying, like, he, you, so you're saying he doesn't look any older? No, not then. I, I think he looks younger than he did when he first came back for that. Really? Yeah. Go back and watch those spots when he debuted his like touch of death Dragon Ball spot. Like I, like I, I fully believe I, I will say like he looked older then. Well, I thought it was good. I thought the match was good. Uh, I gave it four beers. Um, so that's that's where I'm at on it. Uh, Wex, what do you think about Edge versus Roman Reigns here? Right there with you for the four beer skis, because earlier I was like, this is tied for my match of the night, but that was this is tied with my Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. I just had some real bad notes and couldn't tell how the shit was written, but yeah, <laughs> it was it was a good match. Like you said, it was slow, but it picked up. It was it was good seeing Roman Reigns get into like interact with the crowd as a heel. Yeah. Like yelling, talking shit to him, you know, good stuff. Good stuff there. Um, there's this little clip that I saw on Instagram. It was hilarious that this lady, she's like, we love you to Roman. Then he just like gets a chair and like still chair and just smacks it together real hard and stares at her. And then her, and then her kid's just like, like looks at her all pissed. Like what the fuck? Yeah. But he's just like, but he didn't say she had three bellies or anything. Right. Nah, he didn't, he didn't call her a fat <laughs> redneck and the venue didn't get shut down. But Goodness. Well, it's not baseball. Yeah. It's solid, it's solid, it's solid, solid shit there. And everything happened that you knew was going to happen, you know, with the like the interference with Rollins, they foreshadowed and everything, like everything, like the Usos, it all made sense there. But you didn't see old Cena coming out. That was pretty exciting. It was pretty exciting. Big for sure. there. Pretty big. Yeah. Of, course you, of course you didn't see it. Of, co- of course, because actually, because Daniel's just standing, he has a picture of just Roman Reigns behind him right now. Yeah, dude, I did. Okay. The best part of that entire return was Pat being like Pat McAfee on commentary. It was Michael Cole. He's like, it's Cena. He's like, I don't see him. I can't see him, Cole. Who are you talking about? Where yeah. is he? Like the entire time. Like it was insane. I thought it was really funny. Um, really, really well done. Almost like a Heenan style moment there. Like really, really good. Uh, Jesse, what'd you think about this edge Roman Reigns match? Talk about parallels. And it, there's no way to predict this shit when you book it at yeah. all. But we did two current shows, and the only highlights of the main events were people that came in after. And yeah. it that's kind of fucking nuts. Like, I didn't book it that way in terms of how we covered the show. Like, mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, the last match here, obviously, the highlight, we're talking about Cena. 
Yeah. Slammiversary, obviously, biggest thing, Jay White. Yeah. Like, it's useless matches otherwise. And unfortunately, because Money in the Bank happened the night after Slammiversary, it got a dudski. Well, I mean, listen, I listen, I love Jay White. I love Jay White. I think he's a great wrestler, but we can't argue that that Jay White is a bigger surprise than John Cena, you know, or at least like on a level of like Oh boy, know. I sure can. I don't well, well, he wrestles for a completely different company for in one. a completely different country. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, well, I sure can argue dude. that. He's like, right. He's not... Yeah, I can totally argue it. Hey, level of surprise versus level of star power are two different things here. Th- that's okay. That's okay. That that's yeah. I I think that that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star power, Cena for sure. But like, we surprise. Is anybody surprised? Came back. Yeah, because they've been teasing. at Money in the Bank. Yeah. No. You, have you seen the whole thing they're advertising now? The summer of Cena. Yeah, and it fucking sucks. It's funny because they're using money in the bank, money in the bank graphics, like, to advertise their summer of Cena shit. And I'm like, yeah, it's the same as a shirt. You see the, yeah, it's the least surprising thing to me. I like, I like, turn the fuck on. We all knew. Jay White, my time is now. Seeing seeing Jay White. In Nashville, Tennessee, at Impact Wrestling tapings, that's pretty sick. Another surprise yeah. than seeing John Cena return to the WWE. Yeah, and not to—we're not those kind of people, so I'm not gonna do spoilers here. That's just not who we are. But I will say that we did get to see Jay White at the tapings. I can at least say that we did get to well, see. Him. I'll say but we got that, to see more surprises at the tapings too. Just, yeah, just sure. yeah. surprises. Jay happened at same anniversary too, though. So like yeah. that's, like that's the parallel. So like we're allowed to say that it's it, sure. you know like the the mains to me I'm like you know I'm not oh, saying Jay and there gets kind of parallel you know Jay White wrestles in Japan and John Cena works for China yeah <laughs> <laughs> on that yeah, note yeah. I will say for my overall <laughs> comparison I did actually like I mean and I'm not trying to be a homer but like I did actually like Slammiversary better than Money in the Bank but I thought both shows were good shows they were not bad shows like I enjoyed both of these wrestling shows there was definitely some crap on WWE but to be honest like there was kind of some crap on Slammiversary too so like it is what it is you know it's a pro wrestling show it's going to be up and down um, but Slammiversary gets a nod for my kayfabe comparison uh, Jesse what do you think overall which one are you going with Man, you know, I mean, we know how we are. Uh, yeah, I gotta give it to the Hoots. It's it's slam all the way. You know, like give it I don't know what else you want me to say until we do the whole sign out and where can you find me type shit. I'll say Jesse. Sweet. But Jesse needs to bring his chapstick to the next podcast. He's gonna get chapped from kissing all that good brother ass. Um, Wex, what do you think about? I don't have to kiss any ass, brother. I like, we, like, hey, do you, do you, did you guys enjoy going to that show? Hey, it's a zinger. Yeah? It's a zinger. Come on now, Wex. What do you think, man? Who's no, kissing his ass? Let's ask that. But yeah, I'm uh, definitely Impact. They did it. They beat WWE for me, and I actually watched uh, Money in the Bank live and kind of. Faded out halfway through because it just was not that good. I didn't hate it. For most of it. And if I go to my ratings overall, I didn't give anything an impact a trash and awful or did I give anything an impact a zero? 
or a trash? I didn't give anything a zero, but I did give like well one beer and I I, I, I gave a couple duds. Yeah. But. Well, I didn't, so I give it to Oh Impact Nashville, Tennessee, baby, representing. That was the first Impact only show I've been to. My first TNA show since 2012 lockdown of Municipal Auditorium, and my first comped ticket show but we actually uh, didn't we, well that wasn't the show they, <laughs> the one we yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about the ones we went to i wasn't saying yeah, that i'm yeah, just yeah. saying yeah, impact ones, I'm, giving yeah. it for, I'm just giving it up for impact here that was the first impact show that i've been to since the asylum days so it's been probably 15 or 16 years since maybe more than that it may have been 04 last time it was in a tna show uh, the last so, comps i got is because i comped some of the boys to my jake the snake robert show the same homecoming that was on the fairgrounds days so nice 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 well i think overall we can say it's a unanimous decision it is slammiversary that won this kayfabe comparison i actually do have uh the new updated schedule from mr bookerman i pulled it up on our little our little group thread here and it looks like correct me if i'm wrong jesse but it looks like next week you booked aew fight for the fallen 2021 versus WWE Battleground 2016. Walk me through that one, Jesse. So, Five of the Fallen is, you know, obviously there are some things that are happening. There are a lot of singles matches that people have never gone through before. In particular, our buddy, the big who? BLG, the goddamn Doc Gallows is... In a singles match on AEW television on Dynamite for the first time ever. Mm. And then there are a bunch of other matches that, you know, aren't that. And uh, the the Battleground 2016, I gotta be honest, the reason that I booked it, the reason that that is my comparison for this week, that was a Daniel John Schaefer tribute. No, I appreciate that. Appreciate Look at that. the main event. What is the main event there? Is that oh that that's a uh, Rollins and um? Uh, it's your shield, buddy. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't this where he yeah. beats Ambrose? Isn't it? I think it is. I'm excited for that. That's. Uh, I'm not I'm gonna like, give you spoilers, but it's you know, it's uh you know it's your favorite three way with greasy haired dudes in <laughs> WWE, and that's you know that what it a little is. too a little a little too a little too creepy a little too uh, creepy of course wwe does this match at a fucking battleground instead of like a pay-per-view <laughs> battleground yeah. the fuck uh, i'm i'm ex- i mean we don't we don't really talk about much wwe from 2016 i enjoy it i thought that was a good year for the business in general that was a good good time yeah, so we're also uh, talking about like I mean we're going to compare like the labors of jericho up against this shit so like you know i mean yeah, it's yeah. And then the week after, we're going to talk about some pretty bad shit. There's no way around it. It's WCW Hog Wild 1996 Jeez. versus TNA Hard Justice 2006. Yeah, uh, so nah, that's going to be a rough one. I'm excited about it, though. Honestly, I love tearing this stuff apart. Um, man, this is going to be really, really fun. I think we've got a really good two weeks booked here. Boys, Wex, where can people find you, man? Give them the script. Oh, you can find your boy at Wex Breaking the Lawson on Twitter, on Instagram, and now on TikTok. Also, you can find there that K Compod and he's gonna give me shit for fucking that up. But you know it is what it is. You know, we on here. And then of course uh, Wex Breaking the Lawson on YouTube and actually Twitter it's Wex Breaking the cause I couldn't fit the Lawson. 
That's what she said. Jesse, where can people find you? You can find me at correcting our shows. Mm. Because we didn't say the right stuff. Did we not? Really? No. So, next week, we are doing a 2001 to 2021 mid-year comparison for six months. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. You're right. You're absolutely we're gonna right. Run, we're going to run six months of every wrestling promotion we can think of. Yeah. From the start of 2001 to the end of June 2001 and the start of 2021 to the end of June 2021. And it's going to be intense because there are so many things to consider. Like, yeah. The end of WCW, the end of ECW, the start of AEW, the start of MLW being like a viable promotion, Impact, all this other stuff. Like, there, we're we're going coming out of the pandemic, getting to here. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. We're going full fucking force, and then the following week is going to be. That's the uh, fight for the fallen show, right? The fight for the fallen battleground show. Fight for the fallen versus battleground 2016. Okay, cool. It's gonna be hard to compare there because. Arguably two of my favorite wrestlers of all time. This is when they're at their they're running top of the top of the game game right here. Stone yeah. Cold and modern day Kenny Omega. So Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be that's gonna be fun, man. Not only Stone Damn. Cold, but I mean the rock at that point too. I mean, and yeah, same thing yeah. for not just Kenny Omega. Like, like we could start naming fucking names too, you know, like Roman Reigns. The Bucks, yeah. Everybody, like it's a lot. We got a lot here. Yeah, we got a lot on the bone, a lot of meat on the bone for next week's show. I'm super hype about it. Jesse, where can people find you though? At Jesse Baker Nash on Twitter and Instagram at Exit in in terms of our 50th anniversary series, 50 for 50, that I'm curating for 50 years of Nashville's legendary music forum. Let's go. Also, Springwater Dive on all socials for 125 years of the Nashville's not only Nashville, the C's oldest bar. Uh, also. We are hosting Talking Shop Live on my fucking birthday. I turned 36 in a couple of weeks, and on my birthday, we got Talking Shop Live. We got the good brother Luke Gallows. We got the good brother the Machine Gun, Carl Anderson. Somebody can edit in a gun noise. It'd be great. (laughs) There we are. Talking Shop Live at Tennessee's oldest bar. Yeah, Spring Garden Lounge. We're in the middle of Centennial Park, right behind the McDonald's. We're easy to fuck to find. And man, it's right after impact tapings. We're going to go get hype. We're going to come back. Everybody's going to be here. They got special guests that are coming for sure. I'm not allowed to say who they are yet, but they hopefully, have folks. Hopefully, you're not going to smith some whiz with the biz clues and have a good time. That's what, yeah. we're, all that's what we're all doing. That's, that's, like, that's the whole point. So it's it, it, it's I'm I'm proud of it. I'm happy about it. That's what we're doing. And buddy, I, Springwater, exit in. Jesse Baker. I'll be ready to go, baby. Let's okay, Baker Bearsons, find me. I don't know. I'm an easy Let's guy to it. find. Let's get it. You can always <laughs> find the show at kfabe.com on all the socials except for TikTok, where we are at kfabe.com pod. Always coming at you with the match of the week. Thanks, Wex, for messing that entire thing up. Uh, it wouldn't be a normal show if I didn't say it. You can always find me at <laughs> Daniel Daybreak. I am Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Shaver. This is the rest of the Holy Trinity. And we will see you guys next week. We are out. 